0: Hello everyone, this is Don Kilgour with another of the regular segments of the Golden Days of Radio. Today, we'll look at the way radio sparked your imagination. Radio is such a different medium to television. With television, everything is in front of you. The people, the buildings, the expressions on people's faces, the clothes people are wearing. It's all there for you to see. However, radio is different. It forces you to use your imagination. As we listened to the wireless in those golden days, it was special to think about what the characters looked like, what they would be dressed in and where they would be sitting or standing. If you were listening to Dad and Dave or any of the other serials regularly on the radio, you automatically had in your mind your own understanding of what the characters looked like and where they would be placed in the room. You can imagine Dad and Mum on one side of the table, Dave and Mabel on the other, and every young man listening to the episode has envisaged Mabel looking like a local attractive lass from his neighbourhood. In the Smokey Dawson serial, it was easy to imagine his horse Flash as a beautiful palomino. As each episode of Smoky Dawson was introduced, Smokey sang a song called "Ridin', Ridin' Beneath the Sunny Skies. The listeners imagined that Smokey rode his horse and sang that song live in every episode. However, it was played from a recording. Such was the wonder of radio. With sports broadcasts such as crickets and football, the commentators had to create the word picture for the listeners as they explained how and where the action was taking place, such as in football. Murray Slee kicks the ball out from the full-back position at the Harold Street end of Deakin Reserve. It's a 50-yard kick out of the back flank and onto the grandstand side where Max Gunnell swoops on the ball and kicks a stab pass over to Laurie Brewer who drop kicks up to the centre-half forward and a fine overhead mark was taken by Ken Johnson who will go back and kick to the Skeen Street goals from 50 yards out. Listeners could then imagine where Ken was kicking from and in which direction. Boxing was another sport where the commentators needed to describe every punch. Left to the side of the head by Carlos, right by Maxi Carlos, and then a left and right to Bracken's solar plexus as Carlos forces Bracken back onto the ropes in the neutral corner. In cricket, the word picture was vital as the commentators described the play. Titmus runs in his five paces past umpire Dickie Bird and bowls to Chapel who shaped to play it on the side but changed his mind and cut the ball past Cowdery in the gully for two runs as it's gathered in by Barrington who moved around to his left from the point and returned to the ball over the stumps to keeper Godfrey Evans. Horse racing was another sport where imagination of the listeners ran rife as they listened to the commentator's call of the horses in the straight approaching the finish. Children were taught to imagine things on the radio from early years. In junior school, most schools tuned into the ABC for the kindergarten of the air. The children were urged to stand up and do exercises and dances, whilst the radio host played the piano and told the children to imagine things like animals chasing them. The listeners really lived along with the characters of the radio serials. And every character came to life as they listened and imagined what they looked like. Usually, the listeners thought their favourite characters would look like someone they knew. Conversations being listened to, say from around the kitchen table, were really being said by actors standing around a microphone in a studio, often portraying more than one character. One of the most famous actors, Willie Fennell, sometimes played a number of characters in the one episode but disguised his voice so that the audience didn't realise that it was the same person. The writers of the serials were masters of creating a situation at the end of each episode which left the radio audience in suspense and they couldn't wait for the next episode to be aired. But imagination wasn't used only for sport and entertainment. The advertisers soon worked out that if they advertised their product in a way that conjured up listeners' minds, what the product looked like, and what that would do to help them the listeners would remember the product's name and purchase it for instance if you had a sore throat you may remember the radio advertisement for bonnington's irish moss and if the radio said it would help you slipped down to the shop and bought some the words sip 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 bonnington's irish moss or the ads for bex powders and tablets made you believe you could relieve pain Bex, bex bex for the relief of pain. So the wireless really was the imagination medium. No wonder that millions of households across the world had a radio. You're listening to Golden Days of Radio with Don Kilgour. Next time, we'll look at the radio commercials and how they changed people's buying habits.